back to We Rate the Marvel Dads with Jules and Danny. Uh, this is part two. Yeah. Please listen. We recorded it all in one go uh, a couple of weeks ago, so this is just going to jump straight in. Enjoy. We Rate, rate the, the Dads. We Rate 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 the dads, we rate the dads, we rate the dads. We rate the dads, we rate the dads. We rate the dads, dads, dads. Hawkeye. 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 Barton. Hawkeye. Valid? Valid, totally valid, I think. He wants to quit for his kids, so go take care of him. No, not be in dread of death every day from his job. Yeah, and he's aware of, like, how much it takes him away from his kids. Yes. Mm. Keeps them a secret so they're not threatened by all the criminals and weird masked vigilantes he fights. Yeah. And they have that nice life out on the farm. Mm-hmm. All the, like, wide open spaces and greenery and wildlife and that kind of stuff, which I think is great when you're a kid. And then you get to, like, 16 and you're like, oh my god, I wish we were near somewhere where I could actually do stuff. Teaches his kid archery. Yeah. Uh, he's very upset when they're dead or disappeared. Yeah. Dustin. Whew. Boy, he gets a <laughs> awful haircut. <laughs> and an a entire really bad leather coat. No, an entire <laughs> sleeve tattoo, which I'm sure his wife totally loves now she's back. Good lord. Uh, yeah. Um, he's always fixing up the house. He clearly wants to be there more than he wants to be at work. He keeps trying to quit. Mm. There's like a bit where he retires and he's like, he, he's really a little bit bored. Yeah. Of high adrenaline life to a low. low but I don't think he's like, I need to get back into this and just like, I need to adjust. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then he gets like a call to go to help Wanda, who I think he feels kind of responsible for because mm. her brother died to save his life. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, so yeah, and also he's just I think that's also part of his like dad personality he needs to adopt people he sees them and they're struggling and he's like I'm gonna like Natasha yeah I'm gonna look after you and help you grow and it's not just like his own kids yeah I agree with that anyway I can't remember where I was gonna go with this so let's funeral? yes so yeah at the funeral when he's talking to Wanda and They've got this like nice kind of like grown up talking to another grown up, but mm. as like still parental, but still like, parental, but not like parental to a child. Yeah, not not patronizing. Yes, so I think valid dad. Yeah, yeah, valid. 100%. Good. Ah, uh, next one is uh, Vulture Adrian Toomes Lizard's okay. dad. Yes, um, valid dad. I think, yeah, I, think what, I think he probably is valid from what we see of his interaction with Liz. He's kind of cute. He, like, razzes her boy for a bit. Oh, boy. Her homecoming date. Dude, yeah. They her haven't been date. dating for very long. Uh, yeah, he gives him a little bit of an interrogation. I don't know what he like. He's, he's trying to make sure that they're going to be okay on the date. Like, he's like, you know... He's asking about where he wants to go to college. Yes, and he asks him if he wants to have some alcohol, and then Peter's like, I'm not 21 yet, and he's like, correct answer. You know, like... Uh, You know, just checking out that she's going to be all right. Although, even though he already knows that 
he's clearly Spider-Man. Because he knows that already. I, he doesn't figure it out until the car. Does he not fit? Okay. I thought I, he, I thought he figures it out when he's like, I know your voice from somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. And they're at the traffic lights. And he's like, and then it like clicks, clicks for him. him. Yeah. Okay, he's like, yeah, so. Spider-Man turned up to my party. You weren't there or something like that. And he's <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, nobody's seen Peter Parker and Spider-Man in the same room. <gasps> he's dun, he's dun, dun, a lot smarter than people in other like other people in comic books. <laughs> That's true. Like he, he figures that out pretty quickly. Not that Peter's doing a great job of being incognito or anything. He's just a pain. Um, he does crime to support his family. Yeah. Like that's his main motivation, right? Like he's like, I want to be able to look after them and give them a really nice quality life and not have to worry about money and get my daughter yeah. to a good good college. Yeah. It's his business is basically torpedoed by um, Stark Industries. Yeah. They, after the Avengers one. Yeah, the fast. Um, he does try to murder Peter Man, but <laughs> Peter Man. But I think that's because he Spider Man clearly knows that he's Vulture and can send him to prison, and that will blow up his life. And yeah. he doesn't have too much interest in getting revenge on Peter. No. Once it's blown up and there's no benefit to him. Yeah, he's not, not like. I'm gonna well, destroy you because you ruin my life. He doesn't reveal his identity. Once he gets out of prison, he may try to ruin his life. That's true. We don't know what happens next, but yeah, but he's he's not interested in just like having Peter have a bad time. He just wanted to not go to jail in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, next yeah. one on the list is Talos, the Green Man from Captain Marvel, the Alien. Yeah, he's a scroll. He's a shapeshifter. Oh, he's pretending to be somebody. Ben, he's, he's wearing... He's, they've got Ben Mendelsohn out of makeup to pretend to be the boss of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nick yes. Fury's boss, his yes. previous boss. Not Peggy. Um, but then they find out he's a scroll, and then he's just Ben Mendelsohn in green makeup. Yeah. He does have a child, a girl, we think. Girl, yes. definitely Yeah, girl. yeah they definitely say she. Um, yeah. What would you say, Valid? Works. I think, I mean, you say, you think that he hasn't seen the daughter before, or at least since she was a very small baby. Yeah, because he's obviously been trying to get back to this base, and when they get reintroduced, hmm. she is scared, and her mom's like, it's okay. She recognises him, it yeah, seems like. She doesn't, she doesn't really know who he is. But that's not his fault. It seems no. like they were told to kind of, Stay completely hidden because mm. um, otherwise the Kree would come and get them. Yes, but like, it doesn't. It speaks maybe to him being more of a flatliner than a. Mm. We need to see dadding. We're judging based on dadding. The unfortunate thing. This is this is what I was trying to look up. Like, is that in the end of Spider-Man: Far From Home? Is that oh, is that his wife? The reveal. Yes. Yeah, I think it is. No, but it, so basically the question is. So in Spider-Man Far From Home, Talos is back. He is pretending to be Nick Fury for some unknown reason that we don't really know at the moment. No. Other than the fact that Nick Fury is not there. He's off in space somewhere. Yeah. Um, and if he's back on Earth by himself, and considering we know what, what we know of Captain Marvel having helped the Skrull no, find a new home and take that ship up, it kind of implies that he stayed behind when his family left. But, 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 but,
or at least is in, he comes back like, yeah. in Infinity War. He disappears in Infinity War. Right? Mm, yeah. That's probably Nick Fury. Probably? I think it is. Yeah, that's that's definitely Nick Fury. So, he, he, so Talos was off, or maybe he was undercover in S.H.I.E.L.D. and helping out Nick, we don't know. Ah, uh, Nick, like I know him, or on a first new basis. <laughs> hey, Nick. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're both Supreme Cat fans. Um, and we cat blogs together. I think you're going to talk about cats then. Yeah. Oh, Cats the Musical. Yeah. No, I meant actual cat. <laughs> Do you think Nick Fury went to see cats? I think he definitely watches Cream Heroes. But I, I don't know about Cat. Right. Okay, so so he was in Infinity War. So either Talos came, they went and found him when Carol came back. Because mm. she came back to the planet. Maybe there was a swap or something. I don't think Disney has actually thought this through. I don't think they thought it through either. They were just like, yeah, he's back now. And you're like, doesn't he want to stay and make a new life with all the new... You know, planet know. that they found. It's very much implied that he is. He, I mean, he's like, I had to go away and fight with my people. It seems like he was trying to. Wait, I think he. I think he was trying to get back to his family, but I think he maybe left them to go fight the Kree. Yeah. Yes. Seems from his dialogue that that's what he was going off to do. Uh to protect them. Mm. I don't know. I think he's a flatliner. I. I. I mean, I think he is a flatliner. I think if you had to pick anything. Complex? Yeah, probably complex. If we would put Richard Croft down as complex, and he had a better relationship with his daughter. Yeah, so I would go complex. Okay, now we're on to our final and possibly biggest, biggest question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony, Tony Stark. Iron the, Man. Uh, Tools, thoughts? I dislike him so much. As a father. <laughs> I mean, to in fairness, okay, we should clarify. He has, I've written down five possible children, quotation marks, <laughs> for him to parent across the different movies. Firstborn is, of course, Ultron. Was it, wait, is it Harley? Harley's before that, because Harley's Harley, in okay. Iron Man 3. Sorry, so, my bad. Harley, Harley in Harley. Iron Man 3, that neither of us can remember the film of, because we haven't watched it in such a long time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I Holly is Holly's dad is not in the picture. Yeah, he's looking for a parental figure. He helps Tony Stark. Um, Tony's a real mess in Iron Man's room. He's a real mess. I think he's kind of rude to Holly. Yeah. Um, but I like I mean like an affectionate way like Tony does. He co- Holly comes to the funeral. He comes to the funeral. But I don't know if that's just Disney being like, we need to have this reference. We will check out this Easter egg. It's that kid from Iron Man 3. Clickbait, clickbait. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we could put complex down. I don't think he had parenting down pat. I don't think he was even really counting him as a parent. Um, yeah. So then after after Harley, it's Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> How does one even get into this? I don't know. Uh, I think we have the same, like... Dad slash God problem. Yep. 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 Creator. Why am I here, Father? What is my purpose? Um. Uh, (laughs) It's very hard to talk about. So he makes Ultron sort of by accident. He's like trying to, he's, I feel like we have to go through this to try to figure out what, how to classify this. He's Mm. got this, he's got the Mind Stone. I don't think they know it's the Mind Stone at this point, do they? 
They don't know what any of them are because Thor hasn't gone into the bath and had that vision. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think they know what it is. They it's know, just the funny stone that was in the, mm-hmm. in Loki's scepter. They know the Tesseract is the Tesseract, but they don't know it's the space stone. Um, and yeah, so Tony does an analysis of it and he leaves Jarvis with it unsupervised and he makes, he's like trying to copy over the, uh, the intelligence mm-hmm. in the mind stone. The intelligence cannibalizes bits of Jarvis and then becomes Ultron. Um, and he gets very confused by like, because what is it? Tony's purpose for him is to make a suit of armor around the world. Yeah. Protect um, humanity. Yeah. Privatized world peace. Oh, like a, um, what is it? He, he, he definitely says privatized world peace at some point, but I think that's in Iron Man 2. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that's in. Yeah. I think, I think it's something like, yeah, a suit of armor around the world or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ultron goes on the internet and yes. then has a mental breakdown. He has a mental breakdown because humanity is it's not... Internet isn't the best place to find out about the best of humanity. There's a lot of bad stuff on there. There is a lot of good. There's a lot of good people in this world, but not mm. all of them are screaming at each other on the internet. Yeah. So you're like self-selecting bias. And people write also a lot more stuff about all the bad things that happen happen than about all the good things that happen so he was like searching through it's your lizard brain your lizard brain is like survival mode and it's remembering all of the bad stuff so you don't fall for it next time Mm -hmm. it doesn't want you to remember the good stuff and be happy yeah and we've exported lizard brain to the internet yeah and that this is what ultron encountered lizard brain is a lie don't listen to it um well not always most of the time uh right so ultra has a nervous breakdown and becomes a bit of a murder bot um he does refer to him as his father so i think it is pretty clear to say that he considers tony stark his creator slash god slash father yeah and he wants to kill him because he thinks he's in um a cambellian novel i guess and that he's the main character on his <laughs> journey he has to kill his father figure to achieve his dream <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ultron is kind of like, he's a narcissist. A, he's a stuck right? up literature boy, isn't he? He's a narcissist, right? <laughs> uh, he thinks he's the best. He tries to kill all of humanity. He like thinks some ants and stuff. Um, he does the, um, you know, everybody has to die in order for hmm. it to be safe, like iRobot. I'm, I'm not sure that we can blame Tony Stark for Ultron's thoughts. No, I don't think we can blame him for his flaws, but if we're considering Tony Stark to be Ultron's dad, he does kill Ultron. He does kill Ultron. Um, not a great father move. No, not a great father move. And, like, there are a couple of the other Avengers make some cutting remarks about how Ultron is very similar to Tony. Mm. They have a similar street, like, their personalities are similar. They have the yeah. similar flaws. What does children do mirror their parents? Yeah. I think, in a, in a way, Ultron's kind of like that, you know, movie version so, of that programming problem of, like, you program for what you think is important and not yes. necessarily reflecting what's actually yes. relevant to the real world. Right. So, like, like uh, in AI. Yeah. You, you program, program a robot to love one person exclusively at the exclusion of everybody else, and then they're like, I don't care about the rest of humanity. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking more about the, like, AIs that can't recognise oh. nudes of black people because all they think of sand dunes are naked people because they won't even show pictures of white people. I was talking about the movie <laughs> done by Steven Spielberg, but okay. 
<laughs> We're thinking on different AI problems. Right. Oh, like, to, uh, to, um, I have to remember another dad I have to do. Okay. Uh, right. Like, the machine in Person of Interest views Samaritan. You haven't got to this bit yet. I'm going to make I'm never going to watch the rest oh of Person of Interest. It's so good, though. Oh, okay. It's like AI tools. We love AI. Anyway. You can you can bring it to, to an episode, but I'm not going to watch can. it. Right. So the machine is raised is like a computer program AI that mm-hmm. is um, trained to identify threats to people it has been designed to consider people important. Everybody's important. Mm. Whereas Samaritan is just like an AI that doesn't have any rules. And it's like, mm, I'm going to play with people and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Machine is like, um, so he has like a lot of empathy for humanity. I mean, as much as a computer can. Like, as much as I don't know why you're looking at me like I know the answer to this question. No, but I'm saying is that um, a computer is just nurture. Does that make sense? I mean, you write its code, and that's yeah. its nature, and then what you expose it to when it's learning is its nurture. Yeah. Um, I just think Ultron bad. I think he was bad at the start. Does that make sense? Yeah. He cannibalizes. I don't know. I, I think know. I think Tony... I think Tony put that in there, so mm. I think that's his influence of, like, yeah. you've got to protect the world at all costs. I'm, oh no, it's killing people. Oh. Yeah. Right. But this is boring though. Ultron, I think he was maybe I mean, it's very also like Frankenstein's monster, where he's like, Oh, I reject what I made. Yeah. You're not my kid. Blah. Yeah. Oh, what have I done? Yeah. I feel like he's adjusting for Ultron. I mean, I know Ultron himself is bad. Yeah, he's he's definitely just known for Ultron. Just known for Ultron. Right, let's move on to vision. Yeah. Um so he splices bits of Jarvis back to like the, the program of Jarvis back together. And then he sort of like gets uh Bruce to help him put that program inside the perfect body Ultron was trying to make for himself that's made out of vibranium. Mm. And they put the mind stone in there. They put the mind stone in there and they put the Jarvis um AI hybrid mm. in there and they make a thing that's called vision. Oh, and Thor hits it with his hammer because he sees that it'll be good or something. I don't remember. He had a yeah. vision. He had in, like a weird, sweaty, naked vision. Yeah, and then um, he vision's can, nice and he, not evil. He can lift the hammer. He can lift the hammer. He's a baby. Yeah. See, the thing is with with Ultron, like his only creator is Tony. Mm. Whereas with Vision, Tony's like his dad, and the Mind Stone is like his mom. Well, no, you're leaving out Bruce. Bruce is in there as Bruce well. Bruce is in there as well. There's, there's a lot more influence in, in Vision than yeah. just Tony. So it's difficult to tell, like, if we're just going by, like, mm. what his influence is on, like, the original creation, what is Tony and what's not. Okay. So but, let's run through what Vision does and, like, what Tony's influence is on him. He does weird maths in Civil War. Hmm. Where do you know? He lifts a hammer. He, he gets rid of the last of Ultron or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like... Uh, he's like, humanity's the worst. Why do you protect them? He's like, they're kind of fascinating and they always try or something. That's what he says. Yeah. And I was born yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cute. And you're like, oh, he's a sporty. Um, he's very quippy. That's probably as quippy as he's ever been. Also from his dad. Also uh, from the fact that he's played by Paul Bettany and I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love Paul Bettany. <laughs> this is just a thirsty podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um 
so he does that. And then next time we see him is in Civil War. He's he, very, very loyal to Tony. He's wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Tony's influence. Tony would never wear a turtleneck. I don't Somebody think... else has given vision fashion advice. He... Or he's been watching too many Steve Jobs, uh, mm. like, I don't know, TED Talks or something. Could be. Could be. Could be. He, what is, okay, so he, he goes through Wanda's door without knocking, which is like, Vision, we talked about this, or whatever. Yeah. He's still learning how to be a person. How, what time are we on, by the way? Um, almost an hour and a half, Shit. but don't forget, there was like 25 minutes of that of us just rambling at the beginning that was not podcast Okay, time. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Vision. Um, there's a bit where they have, there's looking at the Sokovia Accords. I feel like we should just sit consistently close to the microphone and I stop moving away. But don't worry about it. Okay. Um, there's the saying of the Sokovia Accords, and then he does weird maths where he says that there wasn't any supervillains before Tony announced that he was Iron Man or something. And then he's like, it's got worse since then. Maybe we should sign this document that criminalizes mm. special powers. And if they the government deems they're too dangerous they can go to a weird offshore prison and never be seen again without a trial. I feel like Fission was very much doing the uh, the the correlation as causation fallacy there. Oh, definitely, because also he's completely ignored Hank <laughs> being Iron Man in the 70s. You mean Ant-Man. Ant-Man, that's it, shit. <laughs> and also Captain America being Captain America in the 30s and also uh, Captain Marvel being Captain Marvel in the 90s. He's not got all of the data. Exactly. So he's Poop making data flawed in analysis. Results out. Here we go. So really the data is, is Tony Stark a superhero or not? <laughs> not just are there any superheroes? No, no, no. Okay, so he's, he's like, he's trying his best. He wants to follow the rules. Um, then what happens? He... He's already in it. He, he He's keeping Wanda in the house. Mm. Very unsubtly. Yeah. It's like, I'll go get, I'll go get the food. And she's like, but I just want a pizza. I don't know what's happening. He doesn't want her to leave. Clint tries to get her out. And then he sort of attacks Clint. And then one is like, I don't want any of that. He's my surrogate dad. And she throws him to the core of the planet, mm-hmm. it seems. Uh, we get the Civil War. He, um... He's very he's he's quite powerful in Civil War. There's only a real person who can probably take him is Wanda. Yeah. Uh he tries to shoot Sam. He tries to shoot his backpack off. His wings. Yeah, and he and he hits Rhodey instead. Yeah, Sam dodges and then he hits Rhodey and then Rhodey falls to his near death. Yeah. I think the thing is that he's like he's extremely loyal to Tony, and I think that's leftover Jarvis. Right. Yes. That's like him being like, I'll just do whatever Tony asked me mm-hmm. to. And I'm not sure that's, like, a great trait to give your kid, that they're just always going to do whatever you say. Does, he does, he goes and he has a a scandalous liaison with Wanda in Infinity War. Oh, no, is it? Yeah, Infinity War, they're smooching, they're under the radar. Yeah. Pretending to be a person. And then he gets stabbed a bunch for his Mind Stone by Mm. that incestuous couple of... Children of Thanos that we mentioned earlier in the podcast. Um, and then he's like, just let me die. Just take the mind stone or whatever and destroy it. And Captain America is like, no, we don't trade lives. We'll try and save you if we can kind of thing. 
let's leave that parachute for in case. Um, and he's very ready to sacrifice his life to save other people. Yeah, it's very self-sacrificing. But uh, we don't really see Tony interacting with him. No, we don't. Like he's he's just sort of like Vision is here, and then all the Vision's relationships that he has seems to be Wanda and the like the other Avengers as like colleagues. He talks to Rhodey. It seems a fair bit. Yeah, I guess he does as well. Yeah, Rhodey's like, oh, I mean, um. I think this is a flatliner too. I don't see Tony doing a huge amount of dadding. No. He just sort of like goes, eh, vision's vision. Yeah. It seems like he's very hands-off even at Civil War. But we, yeah. Mm, that's not good. Um, yeah, it's like a baby computer with incredible powers being left very unsupervised. <laughs> Except by a very, very tired man from the Second World War. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he just wants a break. Anyway, uh, right. Uh, should we? Do you want to do Peter first or Morgan? I have a, I have should a lot do, to say about Peter. Should we do Morgan not, first? Okay, let's do Morgan first. I think he's pretty valid with Morgan. Yeah. Um, he plays with her a lot. Yes, and he like his whole motivation in Endgame is like, gotta protect Morgan and make sure that she's. But he wants be... to get Peter Parker back as well. Yeah, he <clears> does, but. He makes them stick it. He makes them. What is it? He he. He says that they can't turn back time. Turn back time. They've just got to stop it and bring back the people who had disappeared. Now, so now, they, yeah. And I'm like, as a dad move, great. Yeah. As a person interacting with the rest of the world in any way, okay. really, really selfish. Really selfish. Um, yes up lots of everybody else's lives yeah other dads like scott exactly um and also those poor people in spider-man far from home who were in bands and disappeared <laughs> and then they appeared back in the middle of a basketball game and got like i don't know taken out yeah <laughs> oh poor aunt may who would yeah like yeah. dusted back to her um her apartment and there was somebody else the thing there I think the thing is as well that really annoys me about this yeah. is that this ha- there's so much great potential for storytelling and they basically just ignored Jules, it. We have to come. We just, we it gotta, just makes me so angry. I know, but it makes me really angry. He he. That, I think that's I think that's a valid point from him. He didn't want anything to happen to his daughter. I mean, maybe they could have just mm. kept Morgan. But then what do you do about all the other babies that were born in that time? Flashback. People might have moved on and had new relationships and had children. I agree. I think I I think although it sucks, I think it was probably the best choice to make. I don't know. I mean, like, if you'd gone like, let's just reset it back then, would everybody have forgotten everything that had happened? Would that be better to be like go back to how they were and not remember? I think it would be. I think it's harder, but I think it's the right thing to do is to let everybody remember and like bring people back. I know it sucks. I know it's terrible. But I definitely think he did it through a place of selfish motivation. Oh, no, not like, no. oh, this is going to be the best thing for everybody. I don't think it was like... an ethical choice on his part, <laughs> no. right? Like, saving people from hate, I don't know. But let's not get into this. Yeah. Uh, he's very cute. He plays with her. He um, he leaves her a message in case he dies. Yeah. Um, they have the whole I love you 3000 thing. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah, he's just very sweet with her. Valid, mm. valid. Okay. Right, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Go. Oh my god. 
You sent me that post ages ago that was like reasons why Tony Stark is a bad mentor. And I'm like, this is reasons why Tony Stark is a bad dad to Spider-Man. I think he's I think he's a bad mentor to Peter. Um yeah. He's not right. I think Tony Tony has this thing where he doesn't quite appreciate how how powerful he is. And also like how powerful he is to just other people in general and like how they view their relationship with him. He's just like how do I view it? And mm. I'm going to treat it like that and I'm not going to really like... He's very casual about it. I think Peter thinks he hung, he hangs the moon. Mm. Hung the moon? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's go through this. Um, Civil War. He he finds out about this this spider, this person, spider person on mm. the internet in New York City and goes to recruit him to fight Captain America Yeah. in an airport. When he's 50? 14. In fairness to him, I don't think he knew how old he was. Oh, he presumably he knew by the time he turned up in his house. That's true. Um, so he knows that he's a child, and then he takes him without his parents, his guardians, permission, to another country, which is legal. To fight other superheroes. Other superheroes without telling him really what's going on. Oh, yeah, or really telling him why. There's like this indication that he told Peter what you know, Steve was going to say about the thing, but, like, not as a, like, this. Like, these are the arguments he decided, and this is what I think, and I, yeah. I want you to agree with me about I'm going to try and persuade you. Just, like, yeah, don't listen to... Wrong. Yeah, don't listen to him, basically. Um, I don't... I mean, to a certain extent, I can see that's that would be fine for a younger child. Do you simplify it down? You know what? You're an adult. You can make the decisions for them. Mm. You know better. But a 15-year-old, I feel like, deserves more autonomy. yeah. Um, so we've got that. That's not great. That's very, it's kind of irresponsible. But he's not really at his dad level at that point. No. Uh, and then we get to Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. And he had sort of recruited Peter to be not like a sort of Avenger. Like he's given him Happy's number mm. to call or like it's sort of mentoring him a bit. So he's like... And he he is listening to the messages that Peter gives him. But he's not communicating he with him acknowledge at all. it. He doesn't give any feedback or like um He's not like well done mm-hmm. or like I heard about this. I heard that Let's... you helped that lady that lady gave you a churro because you helped her across the road or whatever. Yeah. Good job. Um yeah, there's no there's it's not a two way communication, and you're like Tony doesn't have enough time to do it, and then like yeah, you must. But like, things. don't take it on if you don't have oh. enough time to do it. Mm-hmm. And again, this is like him being like, I don't see how other people view me. I just see how I view them. Like he has no perspective that if he's not responding to Peter or not like also, if Peter's not getting any feedback, that he's just gonna feel rejected and mm-hmm. feel like he's being left out of everything. He's repeating maybe the same mistakes his dad made with him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. He's not learning from that. Maybe. I don't know. We don't know about his relationship with Howard. Apart from that, it was contentious. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. So we get to that bit. He, um, yes, Spider-Man is like, oh my God, listen to me. I found about this arms deal. And then he goes to try and take it. And then he gets in trouble. And then Tony's like, uh, sends a suit to go get him. Yeah. And he's like, you shouldn't have done this. You, I, other people are dealing with it. You just be friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yes. Um, um, he doesn't... And then there's, like... Uh, Peter goes to, like, try and bust this drug... Mm. This No, this weapons thing that the Vulture is running. Yeah. 
Because he doesn't think that he's been listened to. He doesn't no. think anybody's actually dealing with it. No. He's very worried about the dangerous weapons and stuff. Um, so there's like a boat and then, um, I don't remember what happens. Stuff goes wrong. The boat almost gets cut in half and uh, Spider-Man tries to stop it and he can't do it. And then a bunch of Iron Mans show up and push the boat back together or whatever. Yeah. And save the day. It's fine. Um, and Tony is very annoyed at him because he did tell the FBI or something. Yeah. He but he didn't him. tell Peter that he told the FBI. No. He didn't tell him like, okay, this is what's going on. I'm going to be open and let you know. There's, um, there's like no like trust level being built up where that Peter feels like Tony is listening to him. Mm. Um, and like if you, and then if the trust had been established, Peter felt listened to. Maybe when Tony was like, somebody is dealing with it. You don't have to. It's a bit above your pay grade because you're the dean. Yeah. Maybe Peter would have believed him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's fine. Um, yeah, but th- then he, he's really, really he's horrid to Peter at that point. Like, he, Peter's like, oh, you wouldn't be here. And he comes out of his suit. And he's like, yeah, I was. <laughs> I'm going to use this as like a, I win this part of the argument thing. Which is like very emotionally mature of him. <laughs> He's not an emotionally mature person. <laughs> no. I think he's very upset that Peter nearly died and that other people nearly died. Mm. That being said, he shouldn't really be taking it out on a child that doesn't have too much defense against him. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, I don't know. People won't say it. And is a very flawed person. This isn't a proud moment for him. No, he's quite cruel mm. as well. Like, he's, he's like, you should be better than me. And, you know, expecting that kind of level without any real guidance from Peter. No. And then he sends him home in those stupid clothes. Like, he doesn't even make the effort to, What's like... he saying? If you're not... If you... If or something, if you need the suit, like, you can't be spotted without the suit... Then, then you shouldn't have it. Mm. Yeah. And... The suit that he gave him, uh, it's not great. It's not yeah. a great moment for either of them, I would say. Uh, he's very... Peter is very upset about this. Like, crushed. I think it would be fine if P- if Tony had given Peter more feedback and guidance. You would feel like that was more earned. Yeah. Mm. And then there's not really any contact between him and Peter until the very end. So all of that, like, <coughs> growth that he goes through where he's, like, still trying to do things by himself, but he's more, I don't know, more, like, confident in himself, I guess. Mm. None of that's really to do with Tony. That's just to do oh. with him. And then we get to the end where he tries, to, he's like, I'm going to make you an Avenger. And uh, Peter's like, oh, like, this is a test, right? I say no or something. I was like, yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do that. And then uh, it's actually true. Yeah. So he was about to make a, a junior on an Avenger lol. Yeah. Ah, oh, can you just get... didn't learn from any of four hours. <laughs> right. That's not what you needed to do. You didn't need mm. to, to make Peter an Avenger to, like, fix this. You just needed to be like... I'm proud of what you did at the end because it was a good choice. Yeah. And, like, maybe I will be around a bit more and we can, like, mm. trade together or I can, like, teach you stuff or I can, like, give you more feedback. Yeah, Tony's very bad at communicating. We've already established this. Yeah. Uh, right, so, uh, Infinity War. Uh, stuff is going down in New York. Mm. Tony is um, calling people Squidward and there's, like, a... there's He's found a wizard. Mm. Then Thanos's children, one of them is Ebony Maw, I don't remember who the other one is, show up and then they start be- beating up. They try and grab Th- 
Doctor Strange because he's got the time stone. Yeah. And then Hulk won't come out, and they're in a bit of a pinch, and then Spider-Man shows up. He's like, Spider-Man, help me. Um, and then he, like, follows the thing up, and then he's very cute. He's like, oh, we're using our fake names or whatever. Just, yeah. He's like, I'm Stephen Strange. And he's like, oh, I'm Spider-Man. Or whatever, it's very cute. Yeah. And he's like, you're an Avenger. Yeah. He seems quite regretful about that fact. And you're like, I guess that's kind of good in this context that you like, you appreciate that this is very dangerous. dangerous. But also, like, he's very upset that Peter is there. He's like, why aren't, why don't you listen to me? Why aren't you safe on the planet? Which, like, because you didn't do anything to earn Peter listening to you because you didn't really show him that that was a good thing to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, their relationship needs work. Um, they get to the planet and they try and take down Thanos before he gets all of the gems. Yep. And they do a pretty good job. There's a pretty good, I mean, like, there's a bit where, where Tony is losing his mind because the Guardians are not listening to him at all and don't appreciate the fact that he's very smart. (laughs) That was it. Yeah. We're taking, we're kicking names and taking ass or something. (laughs) Yeah. Although... Okay, so this is completely unrelated to that, but that is that is a great bit. Like, you, I don't ever really feel I get the sense that Tony is that protective over Peter, like genuinely as like I will be really sad if you die because it's you and I care about you. It's more like He's he doesn't he doesn't want to have any more guilt mm. and. A lot of the things that you see him getting annoyed with Peter putting himself in danger, like in the Spider-Man films, is because it also isn't actually effective and it, like, put other people in danger when, like, for the ferry incident, for instance. When they actually get to fighting Thanos, he's just, like, completely, like, yeah, you, Peter, you just do whatever, you, whatever, because you're doing a good job of it and not because, not being, like, we don't see the you planning. need to still stay out of this. Mm, but he doesn't keep him out of it. Like, the Peter's in quite the thick of it. He kicks him a whole bunch. I mean, he's very strong. He's he very is strong very boy. strong. Like, he's not going to be hurt by that. But, like, the, it feels like the if the attitude of you're putting yourself in danger and I, I'm worried about you that could have been underlying some of the other stuff yeah. was genuine, then he still would have kept Peter out of it okay. at that point. But she didn't. Uh, so, flash forward. Peter gets dusted and he's very, it's very drawn out and sad. I don't yeah. know why it's so drawn out when everybody's just, like, gone. Yeah. It's for that emotional angst. Yeah, it's a movie. It's fine. He's very sad, very regretful about it. Um, and then in Endgame, he uh, he he. The reason why he decides to do it to do, to do the time warp to go back mm. in time and stop this is to save to bring Peter Parker back. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a, that's like a good point in his favor in the sense that. Yeah, I think he. I think he genuinely cares about him, and then so that's probably that's, I guess all of their interaction in Endgame, mm. right? I don't mean he, he's there at the end. He talks to him instead of his wife, Pepper. <laughs> so I guess that they have an important relationship when he's about mm. to die. Yeah, and then and then we have their relationship in Far From Home, which I'll let Julia speak to. Hurry up, Jules. It's called well, like, What am I supposed to say about Far From Home? Right, really, it's just... <sighs> gives him some glasses. Gives him some drone just, glasses that let him it's control just an army of drones. Do, making exactly the same mistakes that he always makes, hmm. which is caring way more about protecting the world than it is about like actually doing something that would be effective and right and 
sensible and just doing whatever at any cost, including at the cost of Peter having to be in charge of like a whole bunch of really murder drones. It's a lot to put on a fifth, I mean, sixteen-year-old. Again, it's just it's just like another thing that he emphasizes that he doesn't see Peter as like a, a child that he has to care about and like look after in any kind of way because he's ended up in this role of mentor or whatever. Mm. It's just he's got to be some kind of hero and have the same motivations as me and do all the things that I would do. And it's not, it's about whether he's effective at protecting the world or not and not about what he needs. So to sum up, I feel like he is repeating a lot of the mistakes that his dad did, where that Howard maybe didn't see Tony as a person, but his potential. Yeah. For continuing his legacy and using his intelligence to make lots of cool inventions to help people. That kind of thing. Is Tony is repeating the same mistakes with Peter, and then yeah. that way they are have a parental relationship. Definitely. Um, but also he's really bad at it, so we're going to put him down as a just no. Yes, 100% just no for Spider-Man. Dining. For Spider-Man dating. But he's valid with Morgan, so... Complex. Overall. Overall, I think, yeah. I just dislike him so much. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> let's let's end here. Let's end here. Uh, tell us where can they find us? Uh, they can find us on Gmail. Uh, we rate the dads at gmail.com. and on Tumblr. Uh, our URL is we rate the dads or whatever it is. I don't um, know. I will find out and put it on on the on Twitter. We are we rate the dads. Yeah, all one word, all lowercase. Danny's finally set it up. Yay! Yay! Follow us on all the things, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye.